Hey, what's up, hockey fans? Thanks for dropping by the channel. The Seattle Kraken have won six games in a row, and they are on fire right now. I'll admit the last couple of games haven't been too impressive defensively. I bet they would admit the same. But nonetheless, we're going to talk about this heater that they're on right now and a great start to Season 2. Just for comparison here real quick, last year, the Kraken were 27-49-6. and six. That was good for 60 points in the league there. They finished 8th in the Pacific Division, so last place in their division. Uh, this year so far, a complete turnaround, 14-5-3, 31 points now. Uh, and that's good for second place in the Pacific Division. So a really good start and a good reversal here for the Kraken in year two of their franchise. So the Kraken now 22 games into this second campaign, just past the quarter point of the regular season. Uh, that's 82 games total for those that are new to hockey out there for a full season. Uh, but they're sitting in second place in the division. Pretty impressive stuff. So coming into the year, you know, if you had told me that's where they'd be after 22 games, I probably would have laughed at you. Uh, and would have been very pleasantly surprised. So let's keep that all in perspective here as I go through some of the metrics that I want to share with you that I've gathered. A quick report, uh, because in my opinion, the Kraken are way, way ahead of schedule here in Season 2. My name is Mike. I'm your host here at Sasquatch NHL. I've been trying to break down the Kraken season into 10-game chunks and focusing on three items at a time throughout those 10 games. Really just trying to give you my take and my opinion on the things that I've tried to keep my eye on here and break down through the first quarter of the season. So thanks for dropping by the channel. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. I do appreciate the support. Helps me keep bringing content to you guys here at Sasquatch NHL. So how did we get here? How have the Kraken had such a reversal of fortune to start off year two? Well, it's actually been a pretty simple formula. First of all, we knew they were going to have to score more goals this season and be much better offensively if they wanted to start seeing results out on the ice. And Ron Francis... You know, he really made that his main priority in the offseason. As you probably already know, Seattle acquired sniper Andre Burakovsky via free agency there. He's been fantastic so far this year. Oliver Bjorkstrand came over through a really nicely maneuvered trade by Ron Francis. Uh, he hasn't found the back of the net a whole lot yet, but he is starting to heat up that two-way play that he brings to the Kraken roster. He's really helped improve the forecheck and just offensive creativity in general. Matty Beneers, of course, breaking out and already being mentioned as a favorite for the Calder Cup. This kid can play. He's looking like a seasoned pro, just uh, calm, cool, and collected on the ice at all times, uh, and really doing a great job out there for the Kraken. Just a young guy, too, and it's really great to see him stepping up and really leading the Kraken offensively in a lot of categories. Of course, Shane Wright fell into the lap of the Seattle Kraken in the draft there. He fell to fourth, and Ron Francis snagged him. Uh, maybe that's a video for another day and another time, but he is down at Coachella Valley right now for a short stint. His development kind of a work in progress. We're going to see where things go once he gets called back up here at the end of those 14 days, uh, and he might be headed to World Juniors in December. So something to keep track of there. So the idea here was to try and improve the offense now, but also, you know, with the future in mind a bit. And so far this season, it looks like it's working. As of recording this, the Kraken currently sit tied for fourth in the league with 84 goals scored uh, for comparison last year. They only scored a total of 216 through the whole season. That put them at 29th out of 32 teams. Uh, they gave up 285 goals. That put them 24th in the league. Also not very good. This year so far, they've scored 84 goals. That's tied for fourth up in the top five of the league, and they've only given up 68 goals. So that's about middle of the pack there for goals against. 
But if you look at the graphic here, you got the Dallas Stars, 88 goals at the top of the league. Boston Bruins, 87. New Jersey Devils with 87. All three of those teams have been fantastic so far in the league through the first quarter point of the season. And the Kraken are right up there, tied with the Los Angeles Kings uh, when I captured this at 84 goals total. So pretty impressive stuff from the Kraken. Complete turnaround again. And those guys that they added in the offseason have definitely made a big difference. I would say more importantly, though, the Kraken, if we look at this next graphic, they're second overall in goals four at five on five. So really good to see that goals are coming at even strength as well as on the power play. So you, you always need a good balance there, and the Kraken are getting that. Uh, some improved depth this year overall in a bottom six forward group that has really provided an extra punch to the offense. Morgan Geeky at the top of that list for me, he's really kind of coming into his own as his development progresses. Daniel Sprong, a nice surprise. He's been great scoring goals, playing on that second power play unit. A really pleasant surprise for Seattle so far here in season two. So all of this is spelling early success for Seattle. And then you couple that with some pretty good aggressive forecheck that's been really effective for them. Uh, and things have really been clicking offensively. Obviously, a big contributing factor to an improved offense is making sure that you've got a power play that's able to keep up and click at least on the average pace with the league. And so far, the Kraken this year have done a pretty good job improving their power play, and it's leading to more goals. If you look at where they were at last year, uh, they didn't exactly have the best start. Let's look at this graphic here real quick. You can see in the first, uh, I think it was the second game there, you know, they, they did really well on the power play. And this is really just power play percentage by game. You can see the red line there is their overall average metric over time. Uh, so you can see the first 10 to 12 games of the season there last season, they did not do well on the power play at all. It was pretty much dry for that first 10 to 12 games, a couple of ticks here and there, but, uh, and then they started to improve a little bit there as we got towards game 20, 21 and 22. Uh, but let's compare it to this year. So now flipping over here, power play percentage by game, and you can see right out of the gate, they've had some success. They were really hot on the power play at the beginning of the season. They're clicking right around 25 to 30%. And you can see as time goes, they're going to fall down to the mean a little bit and, and things level out. But right now on the power play, overall seventh in the league, 26% through 22 games. So that's a great improvement overall from where they finished last year. Last year, they finished 29th in the league, 14.6% over the course of the whole season. Uh, so not very good on the power play and definitely some improvement there leading to more goals, leading to more results in the win column. While we're talking about special teams here, I thought I'd quickly talk about the penalty kill. I don't want to go too in-depth on that tonight and working on that here for my next chunk of games, a video here coming in the future, but the penalty kill has not been good. It's 30th right now, 68.6%. It's definitely an area where we've seen some glimpses of improvement at times, but it needs a lot of work uh, if the Kraken are going to continue to stay consistent up here in second place in the division. We'll have to see if they can get that corrected a little bit as they move forward into year two. So finally, the last item here I kind of want to cover that I think has been a huge factor in the Kraken being successful so far here in season two has been improved goaltending. Uh, and a big contributor there is obviously Martin Jones. He stepped in for Philip Grubauer, who went down injured early in the season. I think he only had played four games at that point when he got hurt. Jones has come in. He's gone 12 and 4, one shutout. Right now, he's got an 893 save percentage and a 290 goals against average. Not like the most sparkly numbers in the world. I can't imagine that game in LA last night helped those numbers very much, but 
He's been great. He has helped them steal a few games here and there. Again, he has that one shutout under his belt. So it's good to see him kind of having a resurgent year, kind of looking like that 2016 Martin Jones that we saw carry the Sharks during the Stanley Cup final at times against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Really great stuff for Martin Jones. And he's really helped the Kraken have some confidence back there. Uh, you know, Groove faltered a little bit here and there throughout season one. He didn't really have the best defense in front of him. And with the injury to Chris Drieger here, Jones has come in uh, and filled that role as, you know, 1A, 1B. But in this case, he's kind of looking like 1A and Grubauer trying to get back healthy, get back in the groove, and see if we can create a goalie tandem in Seattle. So good to see Grubauer back now from IR. He did get a win under his belt since returning against Vegas, so a really tough task. Dave Haxtall threw him into that game, a tough matchup right away, and he came through. Another key divisional win for the Kraken there. So some questions as we go. Can Grew get healthy? Can he get back to form? Uh, can we form that solid tandem that Seattle could really benefit from, I think, in a long, tough season, especially as the defense is evolving on the blue line back there? I definitely think the goaltending is going to benefit from some better defense being played in front of them. Last year, it was pretty bad at times. Saw a lot of turnovers, a lot of mental gaffes, and just crazy things that happened. The puck seemed to always end up in the back of the net last year. But they've been making fewer blunders this year. It seems like those fortunes have changed a little bit and not every single mistake is ending up in the back of the net. But obviously, after the last couple of games, I'm not so sure. It looks like they definitely have some work to do on the defensive side of things. They've allowed 12 goals in the last two games. So if you're a coach, you're happy that you've got things to work on, but you're also happy you have a six-game win streak headed into another homestand here. Uh, So it's going to be great to see how they do in the next couple coming up. Again, I think another thing that's going to help the goaltending out will be an improved penalty kill. I didn't want to go into depth on this again today. So, uh, but yeah, they're at 30th, 68.6%. Definitely an area they've got to improve. I would love to hear from you guys on this though. In the comments, let me know what can they do on the penalty kill to improve. Is it a personnel issue? Is it a strategic issue? Maybe they need to be a little bit more aggressive, maybe a little more passive. Let me know what you think. What needs to improve on the penalty kill to see some additional success there and make this a better overall team, a more balanced team in general. So definitely something I'll be keeping an eye on here through this 10-game chunk, games 21 to 30. Like I said, it is one of my focus areas for this part of the season. So I'll report back. Uh, Tune in on a live stream here soon. Let me know what you think, and we can talk about it there a little bit more in the future. Uh, Another little nuance here that I've been tracking, one-goal games, right? So last year, 16 that the Kraken lost by one goal. That includes overtime losses as well. Uh, They won 11 of those games, so not too great as far as losing games by one goal, but not too bad uh, in the amount that they won by one goal. You'd hope it'd be a little bit higher than that, but uh, this year so far, they've lost six games by one goal, including overtime losses, but they've already won seven, so they're past halfway of that total that they had last year, winning games by one goal. And this tells you that they're playing in very close games, a lot of them so far here early in the season. I think even last year, most of the games that they played in were close. There weren't a ton of blowouts. Maybe I can count them on on one hand. Uh, I think it was definitely under eight games that I remember were just out of hand last season. But um, fully expecting fewer blowouts this year and really uh, hoping to see the Kraken continue to find ways to win like they've done here early in season two. So that's basically it for today's update. If the Kraken can kind of keep finding ways 
to win slowly improve their defense in the penalty kill especially gotta see that consistency remain in net uh, and continue to make some noise on the power play i feel like they've built a nice little cushion here to stay in the mix as the season progresses and definitely make some noise in the pacific division as we keep our fingers crossed that this win streak can continue uh, and maybe even we start to think about the potential for making the playoffs not quite there yet a long ways to go we're only 22 games in uh, but man it's looking great bright future here for the seattle kraken can't wait to cover it and thanks for you guys dropping by and contributing here on the channel as well. Let me know your thoughts. What have you seen from the Kraken this year so far? What would you like to see improved? Out of all the new additions, who's your favorite? Who's impressed you the most? Uh, and who's been that under the radar guy for you this season? would love to hear your guys' thoughts down in the comments. Be sure to hit like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I love bringing the updates here. Sasquatch NHL. You can also catch me over on Twitter. But in the meantime, have a great day and go Kraken. We'll talk to you guys real soon.